Welcome to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious. Hello and welcome to Marvelicious Toys, coverage of Toy Fair 2013. I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie. And I am Justin. And we have some big news coming in this year because we are at Toy Fair International. We just finished up with Hasbro at their Hasbro fan media presentation. And dare I say that this year is going to be legend. <laughs> Wait for it. Dairy. <laughs> That's my hopes. But they've released a lot of product information here. I really was thinking it might be light. We knew what Iron Man 3 was going to be. I hate to say it, but I broke down and bought four of those Iron Man 3 assembler figures at the Toys R Us in Times Square. I have a rule with them. I'm only buying them if they were on sale, and they were two for $14.99. Down from $12.99 apiece. That's almost buy one, get one free. Yeah, no kidding. It's the packaging that got you, isn't it? They seem a little more substantial in those boxes. I saw them at Target this week, and I thought about it. Actually, I think they look silly in the packages because it reminds me of the joke, what do you call a superhero with no arms and no legs? Bob. <laughs> Matt. Exactly. But before we get to the Toy Fair news, I do have to report that Marjorie had a close encounter of the Scar Joe kind. I did. I got her autograph outside her Broadway show. Wow. Yeah, Arnie was pretty excited. She touched my Avengers Blu-ray. She wouldn't sign it, but no, she touched she's it. No, she won't sign any Avengers stuff or anything weird, as the guy with the crazy eyes put it. But she was signing playbills for her play because she's an actress, you know. So she signed that. Excellent. So she was outside to sign autographs, or did you guys like a cost? as she was like trying to we sip the coffee. as she was leaving. <laughs> what it is, is on Broadway shows, it is customary for exuberant fans to line up outside the stage door. Now, if she doesn't feel like interacting with fans at all, they'll have us all looking at the stage door and she'll rush out the front door with guards all around her. But tonight she came out and interacted with fans and signed and she was very pleasant. Very cool. Marjorie got to touch her. I did. She felt like anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> That's pure speculation. <laughs> I'd like to feel her for myself and find out. I know, I'd like I'm to sure. form my own opinion on that. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, now let's get to the toys. I just <laughs> had to discuss an autograph opportunity. I will be framing it. I think it's a really hot photo of her on the front of the playbill, whereas she wasn't on the Avengers DVD cover at all, so really not a bad trade-off there. Yeah, frame it with some of your uh, trading cards with pieces of her outfit. I thought about bringing one of those for an autograph, but I thought that would fall under the definition of weird. Yeah, they made it clear that she will not sign anything weird or freaky. Clothes that that were once worn by her could be a little freaky. (laughs) A little bit of both. (laughs) Especially since it's not a full outfit, but a shard. Well, Hasbro's brand presentation for Marvel, again, I didn't expect a whole bunch, but there was a whole bunch and stuff that I'd forgotten about, stuff I'd never heard about, and stuff I never suspected. We'll start with Iron Man 3. It's exactly what we think it is, no more, no less, and there are no plans for Marvel Universe-styled movie figures. I'm disappointed in that. 
I, I am too. I was really hoping that we'd get at least, you know, the two main outfits in the movie and a nice super articulated figure to go with the other ones that we have already. But it looks like assemblers are the best we're going to get for now. They were pushing this hard too. I don't know if you noticed it, Arnie, but anybody that walked by the little table with all the Iron Man parts, like, you want us to put one together for you? Do you want to see how it looks? And you can make, you know, put this arms on that one and put this legs on that one. Here's the thing is in order to go to these events, you do have to sit through everything. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't just pick and choose. I only want to hear what you have to say about Marvel. No, we had to sit through a whole lot of Transformers stuff. Oh, dear God. I am so confused on Transformers now. It's not even funny. The Beast Wars blew her mind. Yeah. <laughs> That's about where I lost my mind back in the day when Transformers were new. I was like, oh, you're making animals? I'm done. But they have this new Transformers set, and I think it's part of their Creo line, which is their Lego people, and basically you get armature with a head, and it's always the same armature. And then you get this armor that goes on it, and you can create a robot and transform it, I think through removal and addition of some pieces, into a vehicle, right? But these are completely designed modularly, and you get like 25 pieces per Transformer. And they showed in their PowerPoint slides all these different combinations you could make, and I'm like, you know what? Those actually look kind of cool. By mixing this yellow one with this red one, you get this really colorful out there one that doesn't look like either of the originals. And then, like, that light bulb went off above my head. That's what they wish they could do with Iron Man. <laughs> I think you nailed it. I think you figured out their product plan. They saw it. They thought it was cool. I had to laugh because I was looking at the photos there. Apparently, one Iron Man we're getting comes with, like, a chainsaw hand, like Ash from the Evil Dead. I'm like, I do not recall. Is this from Army of Darkness meets Iron Man? Which actually did happen. Where? <laughs> well, it was Marvel Zombies versus oh. Army of Darkness, but Iron Man was around, so it was Howard the Duck. All right. Let's just not go any further than that. They really are trying to trying to capture me, though, personally. there's I saw a picture of one with translucent arms. So they're, <laughs> they're at least making an effort to get me. I'll say this, though. Let's talk about the next Marvel movie this year, Marvel Studios movie, and that's Thor. I couldn't believe it. I really thought for sure we would be waiting for San Diego Comic-Con to hear first word of Thor. No, they had Thor figures out on display for us. Whoa. I got to see a Dark Elf and Loki and Thor. Thor's new look. He's kind of got a side cape going on. <laughs> now, don't tell me they're doing Thor assemblers, too, where we can take Thor's head and pop it on a destroyer and Loki's boots on, on somebody else. No, no, okay. not like that. But these are back to the Avengers style of articulation. Slightly more than our Iron Man figures and more than the Ultimate Spider-Man figures, but less than you'd get in Marvel Universe. But damn, these are some good sculpts and paint apps. I know I'm looking at hard copies, not production models this early on, but these figures look awesome. The Dark Elf especially, the sculpting in his chest plate is amazing. Yeah, the one picture I keep looking at is the one of what I'm guessing is the Thor's new battle get up where he has a little bit of purple mixed into his armor mm -hmm. and his wings are a little bit bigger on his helmet than they have been. That looks like a solid figure, even though, like you said, a little bit cut back on the articulation back to the Avenger style. But man, they really they really upped the game on the sculpting there. Yeah, I think basically these are going to have like the Chitari level of articulation plus elbows, but it's nice looking figures. And truthfully, if they're going to go a little bit less articulated in the figures, but they're going to deliver this kind of sculpt, they're going to have me. 
Yeah, I can look the other way on a little bit less articulation, like you said, if the sculpt is there. Now, back to Iron Man 3, they're also going to have some light-up assembler figures where the arc light lights up. This is going to be in a three-pack where we get three different Iron Mans, uh, black and yellow, the Mark 42, and then a bulky red one that looks like, you know those grabbers for people who are short getting something off the kitchen high shelf? It looks like he has those. <laughs> Garbage pickers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Garbage picker Iron Man. <laughs> He's parole duty Iron Man. <laughs> they are coming out with Superhero Squad 3 packs. These look to be a lot like the same figures we got the first time. Yeah, but they're still needed. I have seen a few of the Superhero Squad figures popping up in the new Iron Man packaging at some Targets and some Toys R Us stores, and they seem to be, they're packaged completely different than they have before. They're like three of them in a bubble card, two yeah. of them on the bottom, one on the top, and they're all they're all re-releases of ones that they have put out previously from what I've seen so far. I'm wondering if there's some repaints. I'm going to have to go back and look at my Iron Man 2 sets because I do not remember the Mark One Iron Man having the detailed canister on his arm and the brown cloth glove. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing they probably did do some repainting. They didn't look straight up like ones that I'd seen before, but all the sculpts did look familiar. Now, also in Iron Man 3, this was our first chance to see the mini mugs in person. Aren't they the mini mini mugs at this point? Now, these are the micro mugs, right? Micro oh, mugs. Thank you. They're blind packaged. They come in little itty bitty boxes like your Kubricks. And there's 24 over two waves. The first wave should be out really soon the second wave in early summer eh. what do you guys think i know marjorie you're more into the mugs than i ever have been i was in i was more into the mini mugs and i was into the the regular mugs now these are even smaller what do, what do you think well if you need the full iron man outfit collection this would be the way to go because it's all iron man and they're a little flatter too aren't they they're not fully round like the originals yeah a little bit more flat but what's surprising is they're actually thicker than i thought they would be. I thought they were going to be so flat like the Chibis. No, they're just, they're not very deep, but they do have a little bit of depth to them. Did they mention a, a suggested retail price on these? The MSRP on them is $2.99. That seems about right. Yeah, that's affordable. I think that if you wait and maybe get some of those good sales, buy one, get one half off, or get free stuff when you spend more than 15 bucks at Toys R Us, that'll be a good time to just go and pick up a whole case. You're right. Yeah, I can see myself picking up a few here and there, but I don't think I could ever get into trying to collect all of them. So basically, I should buy a case and say, hey, Justin, here's my spares. <laughs> yeah, that sounds probably what he wants you to do. That sounds like a good plan. Now, they're going to just be doing the same stuff that they always do. They've got some of those larger figures. You know that really silly one with the gun arm? Yeah, with like the sonic boom arm. Yeah, well, they're going to have a repaint of it coming out in the fall where he's black. And Ooh, I'm going to hold out then. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got tons of roleplay stuff, those stuck-on-a-vehicle people. But the thing that's, again, the most disappointing is the Iron Man all-star action figure assortment. We won't spend a whole lot of time talking about them. They're the $6 five-point of articulation figures. The bright side is only six figures across two waves. Yeah. Those, uh, you know what, I tell you what, I saw those, one of the targets around me finally reset their aisles, and I got a glimpse of what the next couple months is going to look like in the toy aisle, and they had the new Spider-Man stuff out, the new Iron Man stuff out. 
And that line is exactly what we thought it was. The cards are small. It's a single little bubble. And it, it looks more like it goes with that Spider-Man line that you found at Myers a couple weeks ago. They're the exact same thing. Yep. It looks like they're trying to take, exactly like we had mentioned before, the Batman approach to these action figures. Well, let's talk about the Spider-Man figures then, because those are the Spider-Man All-Stars figures with the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. They're taking this, and they are marketing Spider-Man every bit as much this year as they are marketing Iron Man. Even though there's no movie, they're going with that TV series. And the Spider-Man All-Stars figures, also, only a small number of them. There's only going to be four, and they've already released those two. So you're halfway done already. Yeah. (laughs) But there is another three and three-quarter inch figure line coming called the Power Webs feature figures. But these aren't the kinds of figures I think you're going to necessarily be wanting. These are chunky, kid-oriented figures with giant play features. There's a Spider-Man who has a super huge gun, an Iron Spider-Man that looks like he has a bicycle on his back. I don't know what that is. Or like, it's like Iron Spider-Man with training wheels. There's a Power Web's rocket ramp Spider-Man. You pull him back, he jumps off the ramp. There's Venom that looks like an octopus is coming out of his hands. Yeah, <laughs> see, these aren't just good or anything. The Doc Ock that I, words can't even speak to him. He supposedly flips over. These are all about the gimmicky play features and intended for kids at the $9.99 price point. They looked bigger than three and three quarter inch. It wasn't until I got the product spec sheet from Hasbro that I even realized that these are theoretically in the three and three quarter inch scale. They're going to be doing hmm. 10 figures so far in this line. It might have been their guns that made them look bigger and their play features. But then they have what they call their Ultimate Spider-Man core action figure line. This is the main line. These are the six-inch action figures that we are seeing already at Toys R Us. There was the Iron Spider-Man, two regular Spider-Mans, and then a Nova. Nova. Well, this line is going to be continuing, and in Wave 2 coming out in a few months, we get another Spider-Man, Shield Tech Spider-Man. He's wearing armor. It looks like RoboCop. That's Spider-Man. I can't believe you said RoboCop. I had a RoboCop joke all ready to go for the new Cyclops <laughs> <laughs> in the Legends line. <laughs> he looks like Robo Cyclops. Damn it! <laughs> all right. <laughs> Then we get a tentacle attack Doc Ock, which is far superior to the previous Doc Ock. I actually kind of like the detail in the tentacles and the stringiness of the hair. But if you've seen these figures, you know what you're getting. Big box of plastic. (laughs) That's a pretty crazy looking figure for how aimed at kids these are. I suppose, you know, he's a bad guy and make him look like a bad guy. But he's he's pretty disturbed looking. (laughs) (laughs) He kind of looks like Iggy Pop after a huge Thanksgiving dinner. And then Whirlwind Spider-Man. So these are six-inch figures. They're better than the six-inch figures we've been getting with the movies and things and that they have a little bit more detail to them. These are what they consider the core of their line, but still very kid-oriented. I will admit I picked up Wave 1 out there primarily because of the Nova and Iron Spider-Man. I'll pick up that Doc Ock. I mean, hell, I'm in this far. (laughs) The way I see those are... Kind of a, a throwback to the 90s toy biz type of toys. You know, they're, they're more animated style. And that, that kind of catches my eye. You know, I kind of dig the animated look as opposed to all the realistic looking stuff that 
is always out there in the Spider-Man line. I mean, we've had that six-inch line of Spider-Man on the shelves for five years now, and it's kind of cool to see something a little different, even though they're not they're not as well articulated as I might like. But that Nova, I might pick up eventually. I've looked at them a few times now. The problem is, even though these are six-inch figures, they do not look at all good with your Marvel Legends. You can't no. put them near each other. Again, I'm surprised that they call these six-inch. I would have guessed five. I would have guessed more Toy Biz scale than actual Marvel Legends. So it's not like if your Marvel Legends are missing a Nova, you could settle for this. It's, no, it's silly. <laughs> Then they have those 12-inch figures. Those are going to keep coming, despite me asking them not to. <laughs> like a plague of locusts. They say they're huge outside the U.S. Kids in Germany love them. <laughs> but yeah, with all the role-play stuff, you said you know what the toy aisle is going to look like for 2013. It's going to look like Spider-Man. I'm going to give some props, though, to a couple of off-the-wall, no spider pun intended, items that we saw at Toy Fair. The first is the Spider-Man fighter pods. Now, fighter pods are a Star Wars thing at first, and they're itty-bitty tiny rubber pieces, kind of like squinkies. They're a blind package, but they made a game out of it, and they come in these little plastic balls. But the game's like Outback Steakhouse. It's no rules just right. Yeah, you can play the game however you want, because it's cool like that. Is this what helicopter parents have given us, where now every kid must get a ribbon? Now games cannot even have rules. However you choose to play it is right, little Johnny. I win. No, I win. Okay, we <laughs> both win. Ding. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. So thank you, people of my age, for creating crap like this. Coming from us jaded Gen Xers. Yes. <laughs> when there are no losers, everybody's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> well... With the Star Wars ones, we've talked about them on our sister podcast, Star Wars Action News. They were squinky-ish, but just not squinky magical. That's because they're not short and squat. It's not like someone took a character and went boop and shrunk it down to that size. But... What got me with the Spider-Man fighter paws is the selection of characters and how hysterical some of the characters look in the scale. I mean, you tell me there's Spider-Ham coming in any toy line, and I'm going to buy him. Nice. But J. Jonah Jameson and Flash Thompson... <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson is just hysterical. He's holding a Spider-Man mask for a figure of such a tiny size. The detail they gave him is amazing. Yeah, I mean, these are tiny, tiny, tiny little figures. You've never seen them. They're about, I'd say, three quarters of an inch. Maybe an inch. But the Juggernaut, all the different Spider-Men are in these hysterical poses. What was the Spider-Man toast one? I'm not quite sure. I think there's, like, Spider-Man in the gallows. Oh, because it looks like he's a piece of bread. <laughs> <laughs> there's Nick Fury. Now, the way these are going to come is there's some blind packaged ones where you get two in a blind package, but then there's larger packs. The downside to the fighter pods, I feel they're a little expensive. You can get two blind packs for $3.99, or you get a starter pack for $6.99, or you get a face-off pack that has six figures and then two launchers and two exclusive figures exclusive to that face-off pack for $10, or you get the Psycho Launcher Pack for 15 that comes with eight figures, two of which are exclusive. As you see, they get exponentially more expensive and exponentially more figures, and each assortment has exclusive figures to that assortment. So for me, this is going to be real easy to just go, I want Spider-Ham. There's one of the $10 packs that has Spider-Ham. I'm done. But if you wanted the whole thing, you could be easily in for 100 bucks or more. Yikes. And there's going to be 35 figures to collect in Series 1 one alone. A lot of repeat
repeat characters, though, right? You got a lot of Spider-Man, but I can't say there's a lot of repeating out of Spider-Man. There's, you know, Black Spider-Man, Spider-Man in different poses, Venom. But you've also got a Doctor Strange that's looking hysterical, Flash Thompson, Taskmaster, Iron Spider-Man, the Lizard, Rhino. I mean, there's quite a bit of variance in here. The only ding I would give it is because this is an ultimate Spider-Man line, I'm not getting a comic book Doc Ock. I'm getting that Iggy Pop Ock. Iggy Pop Ock. I love that. That shall be his new name. Iggy Pop Ock. So this falls in this same confusingness as Legos and all that stuff, because like you said, these are pretty much like Squinkies. Are Squinkies no longer going to be doing Marvel, as far as we can tell? Squinkies is one of those odd companies that has very little PR, and it's kind of hard to find out. So I think it's kind of a wait and see. I have been checking the Squinkies aisles and not seen anything new in Marvel in a long time. Fair enough. The other thing that I have to give the Spider-Man line some props for, for, though, is I may be buying my first Play-Doh since I was six. Oh, I'm super excited about the Play-Doh. I love Play-Doh. There's something so nostalgic about the smell of Play-Doh and the feel of it. There is. I was in a training seminar at work a while back, and to keep people awake, they gave us all Play-Doh to play with and fidget and to use, like, stress balls and things, and the moment I smelled the Play-Doh, it took me back to being of single-digit age. (laughs) Yeah, Play-Doh has a distinctive smell, for sure. Well, they are coming out with some Marvel superhero Play-Doh, if you can believe it. Well, and they have the regular, like they did with the Star Wars line, where they have the Play-Doh can that has a special cap with a small figure on top of it. And they basically look like reused molds from the current kids' line of Play School heroes. But the best part is the Spider-Man hand that extrudes web. So it's like the old fuzzy pumper. Remember the fuzzy pumper, Justin? Did you ever have that? It was a little barbershop, and you make the guy's hair grow by you push it. Yeah, 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 and you'd put the Play-Doh up his butt and yep. screw the thing, and his hair would flow out. Yeah, it's like that, but with Spider-Man's hand. <laughs> That's kind of cool. <laughs> And there's also little molds. Like, I remember as a kid, I had Star Wars Play-Doh, and there were little molds, and I could put the orange and the white in and come out with X-Wing Luke. Well, now there's little Spider-Man molds, and I guarantee there's more coming, but that's what they had out on display. And it's kind of cool and nostalgic. If it's under 10 bucks, I'll buy it to have an afternoon of play with my wife. We can have a fuzzy pumper session with Spider-Man's webs. But, Justin, you said you liked the animated style of figures. We're going to be getting some more of those because there's another Marvel cartoon coming, Avengers Assemble. When Disney bought Marvel, they killed two wonderful cartoon series, Spectacular Spider-Man and Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. In order to do their own, they did Ultimate Spider-Man, and now coming in the Ultimate Spider-Man universe is the Avengers Assemble cartoon, and we're going to be seeing toys for that in the first half of this year. Interesting. It actually is is in more ways than you might expect. Because when they were talking about it during the presentation, they're like, well, these are going to have a more animated style. And I'm sitting there thinking about the Spider-Man All-Stars and going, and... 
Then I got into the showroom and my jaw hit the floor. There are two different lines of these action figures. There is the all-star action figure assortment, $6, five points of articulation, four figures, Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, and Thor in a very animated style, just as you would expect from this to be. But then there's another line that really piqued my interest. Coming in at the $10 price point is the Avengers Assemble three and three quarter inch action figure. And this looks like it's a continuation of the Avengers movie figure line with good looking figures that aren't necessarily movie style. They might be more cartoon style as far as the faces go. You're not going to see Jeremy Renner's face as Hawkeye. You're not going to see ScarJo as Black Widow, but the same level of detail, level of articulation and some really nice paint apps and double jointed knees some tweaked in marvel universe level of articulation here yeah i mean from the pictures i've seen it looks like they might even be using some pieces and parts from actual avengers movie figures to make some of these new guys and we're getting some exciting characters here the leader the giant brain not the egghead 60s 70s leader the giant pulsating brain head peter david era leader that's the one that makes me think that we're seeing some reused parts because it looks like he might be a lot of the animated version of the scroll, the comic book scroll figure we got in the Avengers line is what he's reminding me of. And then we get a real Nazi-looking red skull. Yeah, he's got a great outfit. I love his coat. That overcoat is awesome. And the facial expression rocks. I mean, these are good figures. These are exciting figures. I'm I'm digging looking at these. That Hulk looks pretty good, too. Looks like he's, like, way bigger than the Avengers Hulk figure that came out. It's hard to tell because they got him, like, Hulk need to use bathroom pose. That's not what I thought was going on, but I thought Hulk was about to use his fuzzy bumper. It also is kind of a libidinous pose as he's... Libidinous? Oh boy, you're getting all erudite on us. As he's kind of like squatting. It's it's almost like a construction worker and there's a woman going by and he's saying hubba hubba. Maybe he's hitting hubba hubba at Black Widow there in front of him. He very well might be and she's well, kind of... Jeremy Renner, I don't know. Meanwhile, Black Widow is kind of posing like a Rihanna backup dancer. Yeah. <laughs> and her publicist is trying to have the photo taken off the website right now, so... <laughs> <laughs> But this looks like a pretty good line. The cards are kind of pretty. It is tied in with the cartoon series, but I like the shield logo, the accessories. I got a Sentinel box waiting. It needs to be filled. <laughs> I tell you, I'm I'm surprised that this line is happening. I had no idea. And I'm even more surprised to be thinking now that I have another line of action figures I'm going to be collecting because they look, they look awesome. And these figures, I'm taking pictures of them like, what am I looking at? I like this. What they we're talking about in the session i don't want to like <laughs> they are going to have some more of those crappy 10 inch figures that go with this and some 12 inch figures that go with this the titan hero series they call it i think if they think if they put enough adjectives there it will make up for the fact that it's bad paint bad articulation cheap plastic you're not supposed <laughs> to look so closely maybe <laughs> But they also are coming out with just a few micro mugs for this as well. It's a single pack of four, not blind packed. And you get Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, and Hulk to go interact with your Iron Man. Hmm. And, yeah. 
Looks like they gave Hulk, or Thor a hammer and Cap a shield, so they are putting some accessories to some of these, which I thought probably wouldn't happen in this scale, but that's that's interesting. What you call accessories, I call molded to their hand. Exactly. I guess what I'm saying is they're going a little bit further than I thought they would by giving them these extra things rather than just everything being a straight-up paint job. True. They do sculpt them, but yeah, it's molded to their hands, no removable parts and pieces and whatnot. But let's start getting to our two core lines. Marvel Universe. I was scared to death. You ever have a date with a girl? And I hope you're not having dates with girls. I'm just thinking back to high school. Okay. Because if you'd listen to where this was going, you'd see that. Your friends tell you in study hall that she's seeing somebody else, and you have a date that Saturday, and the whole time you're waiting for the shoe to drop and her to break up with you. You ever have that moment, Justin? Uh, sure. You ever have that reverse Marjorie <laughs> with a guy? And No, yeah. You know, love, love Lorne, not returned. I, I know what you're saying. I thought that was going to be Marvel Universe and Toy Fair. I thought I was coming here to break up with them. Or they were going to break up with me, and it's not you, it's me, and I'm not selling well enough. They just don't want to see us anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I can still be friends with Marvel Universe. I just couldn't buy it. But we talked on the show. We were worried about the support for Marvel Universe. There's a lot of rumors going around online. And if you watch what happened with the Star Wars line, they really reduced support for their three and three quarter inch line in favor of six inch collectible figures. We know that legends are selling like hotcakes. So I was so excited to see Marvel Universe getting support here. Now, it does appear that like last year, we're only going to be getting a handful of Marvel Universe figures. For those of you more wallet conscious, you may be happy about that. But I'm so excited about the selection of figures we're going to be getting. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's some that they're showing here that they showed last year at Comic-Con that we might have forgotten about or wondered where they were, but seems like there's a good plan, or at least a good selection, like you said, of figures getting ready to come down the pike our way. Yeah, and they're going to be doing some of the swap-outs. I don't recall seeing too many of the figures that they discussed at Comic-Con, because I think I would have remembered if they said they were doing a cloak and a dagger. No, that we have not seen. That we have not seen. (laughs) Okay, we did know we were getting a rhino, but this, I don't know that we knew we were getting a newly sculpted rhino. We had the comic pack, which was the re use of the Spider-Man series Rhino, but now we're getting a full proper Marvel Universe Rhino in Wave 3 this year. See, I'd have to go back through our archives and look, but I, I think I remember a different looking Rhino in that in that case, along with Mysterio. He was in there at Comic-Con. Yeah, there's a new cap. I'm not quite sure what's new about him, but we're getting a new cap. <laughs> he's he looks shinier. like he's got a longer waist. Yeah. I do not remember an Electra though. I was excited that we're getting an Electra. Electra feels like one that might have been in the in the diorama in the huge battle scene. I think I would have remembered. I'm like I like Daredevil quite a bit, and I think I would have remembered. Maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe we can go back to the archives. But Electra and Mysterio were definitely news to me. Rhino. Now that you mentioned it, Justin, I do remember you saying you went back and thought you saw a different Rhino there later. Yep. And wondered what the situation was was with that. Yeah. When we're getting that. But then we have Wave 4, and I know we didn't know about this. Cloak and Dagger, people. Cloak and Dagger. Awesome. 
these are the type of B-level characters that I love when they make figures of because you just don't expect it. They tried to bring back the Cloak and Dagger series as part of Spider Island. It didn't sell, but this is great. Although I gotta dig a little bit. They kind of made Tandy's outfit a little bit more, shall we say, modest. <laughs> Maybe it comes off or something. I don't think so, and I think it would be very creepy to custom it to some of the other outfits, but... <laughs> that would be odd and wrong and awkward. I'm getting a premonition of the future. I'm, I'm seeing Arnie getting a bad paint version of the cloak figure, which is weird because he's all black with a little bit of white for his eyes. <laughs> It would be the eyes. <laughs> Looks like they're introducing a little bit of soft goods into the Marvel Universe line now. With Cloak, yeah, that is how it appears. Is this our first instance of soft goods in Marvel Universe? <sighs> I'd hate to say yes without having sitting here and thinking about it, but it feels like the first time I've seen soft goods in the line. I, I'm thinking it's since we started doing the show, at least, that there hasn't been any. You may be right. With Cloak, it may be the wrong choice, because while the picture they have is nice and splayed and it looked good on the shelf at the display. I'm worried after being in a package if it might need a little fluffing and hairspray. Fluffing the cape. Hopefully they do the wire trick if it is a cloth cape. They won't. That costs a lot of money. Don't. Then we've got not one but two abominations. Good part reuse. I wonder if this is going to be a running change variant. Abomination from the old school and then A-bomb from the new school. Nice. Nice big, chunky, big figure with a lot of new sculpting, it looks like. Might be 100% new sculpting. It also looks like a body they could reuse for Wendigo. Oh, yeah. There was one Marvel Universe figure that they showed, again, that I gotta give you props for, Arnie. You called that Baron Zemo was too cool of a figure to just be an exclusive in a three-pack at Comic-Con. And it looks like they heard you because they're re-releasing him, but slightly modified. Looks like he has different boots. I knew that that had to be coming back. There was just no way not to. It was so good. And they did it with Archangel in the Legends line. They did it with Wolverine in the Legends line. It was Zemo's time. I will not mind picking up another one. Yep. And he's different enough that you could have two of them next to each other and they would look slightly different. So. And then we're getting another Iron Man this time in black and white armor. I'm not sure what it's from. It looks like Tron. Hasbro just called him black and white armor Iron Man. But he looks like he's in the grid. He's the most Tron out of all the Tron Iron Mans that we've called out over the years. All he needs is a light disc. <laughs> or a light cycle. Press that's next. It's a pretty neat looking repaint. I mean, nothing to get super excited about, but it's at least completely different from the original paint job on it. Then in some team packs, we are getting some pretty cool characters. Coming out first is an uncanny X-Men team pack. We get Colossus Juggernaut. Well, it's Colossus wearing Juggernaut's clothes, kind of, sort of, in a way. Yeah, it kind of is. He's possessed by the same demon. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool-looking kit bash, I'll say that. It is. I mean, they obviously made new arms to give him the ribbing and reuse Juggernaut's body and then made a new head. I think that's a good way to go with him. We get another Cyclops. All right, we'll ignore him. And, hey, finally, I can't believe it. I didn't think they could make her in this line. Emma Frost in three and three quarter inch. Nice. She's too big a character to ignore, but she primarily walks around in lingerie, so I can see where there's a dichotomy there. <laughs> 
Here, she's in her full leggings. She's got some tight pants on. And it is the most covered her chest has ever been. But we're getting Emma Frost, folks. Pretty close to looking like that Marvel Legends that came out a few years ago. Same outfit, same style. And then around the time of the Thor movie, we are going to be getting a Thor team pack, which makes me happy because I was kind of disappointed we didn't get comic series Thor figures back when the first Thor movie came out. Here, we get a three-pack with Thor, Valkyrie. Scourge? Yeah, I'm not familiar with Scourge, but I do know Valkyrie, and I think that's a good-looking figure for her. I know it's a reuse of parts, but we got her in the Legends line way back in the Toys R Us 2 packs. Yep, and she's got booby targets painted on there. It looks like 80s Madonna with a cone bra. Totally. Or Lady Gaga (laughs) for the you kids now. Who's totally ripping off Madonna, by the way. So we're getting Valkyrie in the meat dress variant? Yes. (laughs) Some pretty cool hair going on there, though. That's a totally new hair sculpt for Marvel Universe with the two long braids. Yeah, I think it looks really good. Nice detail to her. She looks really good in person. It was a hard copy, not a production figure, but the team pack seemed to really be getting exciting with their depth of characters. And Scourge is just a really nice looking figure with his hairstyle and the big red axe on his chest. And then we get another Thor. (laughs) Yeah, that same Thor that we've seen again and again and again. But it looks like he's painted differently. I did see the two new team packs that have just come out, the Inhumans and the West Coast Avengers here in New York City at Forbidden Planet. But at 40 bucks a piece, I think I'm going to wait. Yeah. That's that's a little overpriced. So I am so happy to see three and three quarter inch Marvel Universe getting love throughout the entire year and they did say they had to hold some stuff back for San Diego Comic Con I do think if we get four waves of MU this year plus all these team packs that might be the best to hope for maybe one more wave eking out before the end of the year but these are good waves there's not a loser wave among them no all good figures let me ask you this though was there any talk of distribution or getting some of these harder to find figures back out there because I feel like a lot of these figures have been out and then never seen from again and just kind of hoping that they'll show up but you know the Professor X wave is a good example of a a wave that's been out for a long time but not necessarily available. Distribution wasn't discussed at all and later on our listeners will hear the interview we did with Mick and he didn't know a whole lot about that side of things the retail pricing and distribution he was more development so there are no answers to that what I can tell you is Hasbro had an investor call last Friday, which was very revealing about Hasbro's overall strategy. This applies to Marvel, Furbies, Ponies, Star Wars, of reducing the number of items they make in a year and trying to increase profits by making less and reducing the number of SKUs they had. They pointed out that if they make one Furby, that is 109 SKUs by the time you change colors and ship him to different countries for one Furby. Jeez. And they just, they haven't been making money like they have in the past. In 2010 and 2011, stock was just sitting in retailer warehouses. They had to reduce that. Hasbro, as a brand, did better last year with reducing stock, but they are actively looking to cut back on the number of figures that they do. And so four waves left in MU for this year with a company that is reducing is a good thing. I think that's a nice level. Plus, I don't think they need to put out 100 figures a year. I remember when they first announced the Marvel Universe line. I'm like, I'm buying them. We will do 100 figures the first year. I'm not buying them. (laughs) 
I eventually broke down, but that's excessive. You are the number of figures. The no- <laughs> it is, but you know, you take you take overall what they're offering in Marvel, and there's going to be well over 100 figures that we'll probably want to buy over the course of the year. If you include Universe, the new animated style Avengers lines, the Legends, the tie-in Legends, there's there's going to be plenty of figures to buy. Well, let's talk about those tie-in Legends that you discuss because that is the last thing we have is to talk about the Legends. I saved the best for last. And yeah, we did get a chance to see firsthand the build an ironmonger. I was a little disappointed. The product photography that was released where you see him in pieces made him appear huge. Now he's eight inches. That seems about the right height that I was thinking he would be. You might have had a little bit of figure over expectation, I think, on that one. (laughs) When you see it online, it's never as big in person. (laughs) Remember when you were dating in high school? And we got confirmation on Wave 2 of the Iron Man Legends. We'll get two movie figures. Unfortunately, neither are Mandarin. We get the Iron Patriot War Machine and the Iron Man Mark 42. And then, in case you haven't heard, Marvel's pushing a new crossover event called the Age of Ultron. So we're getting a Marvel Legends Ultron. (laughs) Which looks like he is using parts from the... Was it Titanium Man that came in the Iron Man six-inch line before? The green and silver guy? That was Titanium Man. If this is part reuse, I don't know Titanium Man well enough to spot it. (laughs) That's what it feels like. I don't have my Titanium Man handy, but let me ask you this. I I happened to find the first wave of Iron Man six-inch figures at my Target, and I have yet to open them as I need to photograph them and all that. But on the back, they still haven't revealed the three characters you just talked about. But it says right on the package, coming in the fall. Are we really supposed to wait until fall to complete our our Ironmonger? Yeah, that is the case. These are going to take a while. (sighs) No fun. Jeez. That's too long to wait to build a build a figure. I agree. It honestly makes me nervous with the way Hasbro adds things and cancels things. (laughs) What if they change course and we're just left with legs and a torso? You guys just have an amputee. (laughs) I guess it would be good for that diorama I'm building that geek box where I'm cutting up a sentinel. I could have Ironmonger parts left around like he got destroyed, but Yeah, but that's also a good wave. I do want, you know, a Mark 42 and Iron Patriot looking war machine. They said something about tying into the DVD release, so. Mm, That's a ways out, considering we're a ways out from the movie release yet. But then also, Iron Man is not the only movie that's going to be getting some Legends love. And I'm not talking about Thor. Wolverine, the movie, they're treating it kind of like they treated First Class. There will be figures out to tie into the Wolverine movie, but they will not be Wolverine movie figures. They will be comic-based Wolverine figures. They're doing some five-point-of-articulation Wolverine figures that actually look like they have good sculpts for the three and three quarter inch line you get a silver samurai that has a really really nice chest plate those do look decently sculpted like you said the articulation is horrible 
I've wanted a silver samurai for a while, though, so I'm not going to hesitate just taking him and posing him exactly like Hasbro did on their shelf. Swords at his side, just standing there. He looks badass. <laughs> he looks kind of like Gene Simmons with those boots. But... Yeah, he kind of does have guar boots. And Gene yeah, Simmons he's got guar going on for sure. Yeah, that one I might wait and see until I see him in person, but I was not impressed with those four. The Wolverine has a nice paint job on him. There's a Logan coming, too. But those four figures in an entire line... The big news for me was that they're having an entire wave of Wolverine Legends figures, and they're awesome. Yes. I kind of like what they're doing here. I like the idea of breaking out Legends into a movie tie-in wave, even if they're not going to be movie characters. I'm torn because Hasbro made X-Men three movie characters. Hasbro made Wolverine three and three-quarter inch movie characters. I'd kind of like to see them continue with X-Men First Class, the new Wolverine movie, in next year's Days of Future Past. Maybe they're saving up. Days of Future Past is going to be huge. They got back both casts. Maybe they're just waiting to do a big blowout for that. My fingers are crossed. But for this, I am just excited. If this was just another wave of legends, be it Wolverine, the Catalyst, or not. And I'm guessing that they probably were like, hey, we're working on some X-Men. Let's just make them a wave and put them out when Wolverine comes out. But I'm (laughs) fine with that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, first of all, there's a -a Build-A-Figure. Would you say it's still a mini Build-A-Figure? I would. It is Puck. (laughs) Puck getting some six-inch love now. And the lineup here is, I hate to use the word with X-Men, but astonishing. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting Emma Frost in a midriff-bearing version. Much better looking than the last release in the Legends line. I think at San Diego Comic-Con at one point, they're like, we're going to make it up to you. We know she sucked. (laughs) Here it is. Yeah, I think you're right. Then we're getting from the recent AVX crossover, Phoenix Force Cyclops, who has more than a passing resemblance to Judge Dredd. (laughs) That's the one that I felt like looks like Robo Cyclops. Yeah, it kind of does look like Robo Cyclops. I didn't think that these comparatives based off the comic art, but seeing it in 3D plastic form, yeah, definitely both. Yeah, very Judge Dreddy now that you say it, though, especially with all the accoutrements on his chest and shoulders. Then it looks like they're going to take that Wolverine they just released and re-release him in gray again. (laughs) Now, are these going to be running variants? Because there's two different Cyclops. You get like a classic Cyclops and then newer Cyclops figure. I bet you they're going to do running variants on these. I think they're they're going to. They weren't very specific, but the way that the legends go, I think Cyclops is going to be a swap out. And I also think that Emma Frost is being swapped out with Rogue. They're pictured together in the official Hasbro photography, so that's a pretty good guess. And this is a busty robe. For a woman who, if you touch her, you die, she's showing a lot of skin. So <laughs> That's her superpower. <laughs> no, that's Emma's superpower. <laughs> <laughs> And then Sabretooth, this is the one figure where... He needs some help. I'm not liking the paint on him. The paint or, like, his outfit? Well, yeah. He's like a weird circus performer. Yeah, this whole thing is a little bit goofy. It's like the head came from a different figure than the torso came from a different figure than the legs. (laughs) It's like he he picked out his own costume, and (laughs) this is, like, his first attempt at, like, hey, everybody, what do you think? And everybody's like, ah... Tell you what, if you're going to wear that much spandex, you're going to have to lose the beard and the headband. You can't do all of that. The headband's what makes it. 
But at least he's not wearing that big silly fur collar that makes him look like the lion from The Wizard of Oz. But I like that. That's classic. I don't know what this is. But he he looks like the lion from Wizard of Oz with a fur collar. He he looks like he's about ready to take the lead in Cats or something like that. <laughs> But if this wasn't enough, then they've shown us wave two of Legends for this year. Legends proper, meaning we are getting four waves of Legends so far that we know of. And probably, I can see them squeaking in another one before year's end, as there's only two in the Legends banner proper. Now, these are some figures we knew about. I know we knew Black Panther was coming. Yeah, that was teased somewhere New York a few Comic months Con. ago. Yes. New York Comic Con, Hasbro had out Hawkeye and Black Black Panther, and Jean Grey. White Phoenix. Those were the three. That jogged my memory. Thank you, Justin. And yes, those three are all in the second wave of Legends proper this year. And we talked about those. Black Panther, they've improved him since we saw him before. They've given him a really nice blue-black wash. I didn't get a chance to see all these figures in person, but the official photography on the Panther makes him look like he has an awesome paint job. Now, the Hawkeye, you were excited for, Justin. Yeah, and now... Looks like he's going to be a swap out because it looks like we get the classic looking Hawkeye, which, like I said before, is one of the most sought after original Toy Biz legends still to this day. I think he looks pretty good here. He does. It's that outfit that has now been completely rendered moot because of the movie, but it is the outfit I know from him from Secret Wars and so much else. So I think it's a great looking legends figure. I was excited enough for him, but now you throw in modern Hawkeye and that's that one's badass. That's really cool as well. I'm sorry. I like the classic outfit for that reason that I mentioned, but this figure looks badass. I mean, with the arrows and the kind of a Punisher look thing going on with the silkscreen shirt, but... Well, before it was kind of lame if all he did was shoot arrows, he needed a better costume to be badass <laughs> instead of looking like Robin Hood. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm digging it. You know, I like I like that it doesn't necessarily look like Jeremy Renner, even though it might be the same head. I can't really tell with the glasses on. I think he's supposed to look vaguely like Jeremy Renner. Like, it's enough what makes you think, because none of the others look like their counterparts Move. 100%. Right, yeah. It's a hint of Renner. <laughs> a dash of Renner. A dash of Renner. <laughs> Approaching Renner-ish. <laughs> now, you mentioned that they that they showed us a, a Jean Grey back a few months ago. They showed White Phoenix at New York Comic Con. It took me a second to jog my memory and remember which one. But she's going to be a trade-out, and I'm thinking she might might be our first triple swap. They were not clear, but there are three Jean Grey figures in this wave. Holy cow. There's the White Phoenix. Then there's 90s Jean Grey in the yellow and blue with the tiara. Yep. And then, number three, Age of Apocalypse Jean Grey. Or the one they can't show you because they think it's indecent. Well, I'm guessing. We had a pre-show talk. I'm looking at this figure that they showed the photo of. This Jean Grey was the one Jean Grey they didn't have in the showroom. And I'm like, something's up with her soft good. She's got this weird soft good, like, tube top going on. And in the official photography, it looks worn and poorly cut. There's threads dangling down. It looks like it's tearing a little 
little at the top, and I'm like, is this bag lady Jean Grey? I'm trying to figure out why she looks like she's wearing a garbage bag. <laughs> I now have a theory. I have a theory that collectors aren't meant to leave this on. I bet that there's a little <laughs> soft goods in the package, but have you ever read one of those Entertainment Earth catalogs, and you get to the anime statues, and they have the little censored bars? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm thinking that's what this is, because I've looked at Age of Apocalypse Jean Grey. I have the Diamond Select Age of Apocalypse Jean Grey, and I think she's what Fergie would call boobylicious. <laughs> Boobtastical. She's topless except for a phoenix that tattooed, body painted, glued, maybe a little double-sided tape. <laughs> and some a whole lot of hope. <laughs> <laughs> no, hope's her daughter. <laughs> Well, what I'm digging here is that if this is, like you said, a triple threat swap out, holy cow. Like, they could have just done like Kotobukiya did and gave us, you know, Phoenix and red, white, and green, you know? But that's not what they're doing. These are three distinctly different characters with different sculpting, different heads, different outfits. Yeah, I mean, it is above and beyond what they would have to do. I would have been fine with the three paint-colored Phoenixes. Phoenix Eye? Feeny? Phoenix is Phoenix. <laughs> The rest of the wave is also pretty cool. We're getting Scarlet Spider, the new Scarlet Spider in the red and black cane. It's a good way to keep Spider-Man in the line, but also to keep it mixed up for us collectors. It looks a lot like it's, they're just reusing the entire buck from Big Time Spider-Man and all the others. Yeah, but a cool-looking paint scheme. It looks different enough from all the other Spider-Man. But guess what? We finally get to complete a team with this wave. The Wrecking Crew is coming back. Yeah, I'm glad we finally finished that. I think that might be another swap-out figure. I'm not positive because they weren't very clear. But yeah, we are getting the Wrecker and then Bulldozer. And I'm pretty sure those two are swap outs. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to do it the same way they did with the, the first two where they were shown together on the card, which would make sense. And it looks like there's a lot of part reuse between the two. They're the same size buck. I saw Wrecker. He's a big figure compared to the rest of the Legends, too. He's one of the taller bucks like the other Wrecking Crew guys. Nice. But then the Build-A-Figure small, furry, its mouth opens. It's Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> He's cute, and they're really adamant about his articulated mouth. Articulated mouth, huh? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright. They're also adamant about, you will like Guardians of the Galaxy before that movie comes out. Please. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Everybody needs to know who Rocket Raccoon is before this movie comes out, or we're gonna fail. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he looks cool. He looks exactly like the same sculpt, just bigger, of the one we got in the Guardians of the Galaxy Marvel Universe pack. Yeah, I think the paint looks good on him. It's going to be a fun little, again, mini Build-A-Figure. It looks like it'll probably be legs, torso, and head. If they split well, speak the arms up, and they could, that would be a little cheesy of them for a minifigure. I like it when they yeah. keep it to three. Maybe it'll be head and arms. Yeah, maybe. I think that's how they did Hitmonkey, if, if I remember correctly. Speaking of which, any talk of variants on these mini Build-A-Figures? It doesn't look like there's going to be. They had Sorry. all of Wave 1 and Wave 2 out, and just the one hit monkey. Hmm. So the way they're doing these, we might end up with armies of build a figures by the time we're done. Or some good custom fodder, like you say, you can change his tie on hit monkey. Yep. <laughs> 
Well, we also got a chance to see a sneak peek of a future wave, wave three of Legends. I think we're going to see more of these at San Diego Comic-Con, but they're going to be doing Thunderbolts with, and I'm guessing these will be swap outs, Moonstone and Songbird, because they were paired together in the image, and then Frostbite, and I think it was Baron Zemo in a different outfit than we're used to seeing him in. Cool. We were told that we will be able to see those figures at San Diego Comic-Con, so they're still going deep with Legends, and I am very, very happy. Yeah, this is, you know, for a toy fair, like you kind of said up top at the beginning of the show, where I wasn't sure what we were going to see or if we had already seen most of the stuff that we were going to see. I feel pleasantly surprised by a lot of stuff, and I feel like the stuff that they did show us is pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to going out to the stores almost all year long, as long as this stuff hits the shelves. I think that's the key right there, is as long as it hits the shelves. I'm looking forward to shopping at Entertainment Earth myself. Well, there you go. (laughs) Pushing that cart around, you're virtual world. Add to cart, check out. Add to cart, check out. <laughs> I give up on stores for legends. Although we'll see. I'm trying for the Iron Man because only three figures per wave. Maybe there's a shot. I think you have a very good shot. Every Target is going to have them. Every Walmart's going to have them. Every Toys R Us is going to have them. And the one store I went to, they had three of each of them. And that was just one Target so far. So these are going to be, I, I'm predicting these are going to be pretty easy to find. I'm just so happy that I tried to remain optimistic and I tried to remain hopeful, but I'm so glad that our muted pessimism and the muted pessimism that I was getting from the collecting community is wrong. There's so much more coming and I was afraid with the reduction of SKUs and the mainlining of everything, all our Marvel Legends would be Captain America, Wolverine, Spider-Man, Thor, and Iron Man and Hulk. But no, I mean, we're getting three different Phoenixes, Emma Frost, Baron Zemo, Moonstone. These are fun figures and I'm so so glad that they're continuing to keep the collectors engaged. That is great, great news. And to talk a little bit more about this, I did interview Mick on the Marvel brand team for Hasbro, and here's that interview. All right, we are here with Mick from Hasbro. And Mick, why don't you tell the listeners your role with the Marvel brand? Sure, I'm the uh, senior design director on uh, on Marvel, and uh, my role is... Uh, Taking the great group of individuals that I have and and uh, uh, and uh, really uh, uh, working with the Marvel team and developing great products uh, for everyone. All right, let's start with the Iron Man three line, where you've got two different lines of figures coming out. You've got the assemblers, and then you've also got the more basic, low articulation, good sculpt figures. But this is a big difference from the previous movie lines that Hasbro has done for Marvel, comparatively to Iron Man two, where it was very much in line with the type of figures delivered in Marvel Legends, higher articulation, detailed sculpts, higher price point. So what was the thought in changing the focus for Iron Man 3? You know, for uh, the lower articulated figures, we wanted to make sure that we had a, a great price point for um, for kids to go in and, and collect and, and buy these figures and uh, have that experience. Uh, we wanted to do something different with assemblers where uh, we're noticing that, that there's a, a lot of new trends out there and a lot of great play patterns, and we felt that assemblers uh, and, and Iron Man 3 uh, really could hearken on that uh, being able to build and customize your uh, uh, your own suit and build your your, your own hero. So uh, we looked at that and, and kind of made a made it made a decision that we were going to have great figures uh, at the low price point, but then also a new type of feature in Iron Man 3 with the Assemblers line. Now there was some talk about Thor figures later in the year. 
Are those going to be more along the basic Iron Man figure line? Obviously, it makes no sense for Thor to be assembled. Correct. Yes. <laughs> but will those be the basic five, seven points of articulation? Yes, they will be basic, uh, basic articulation. Now, in looking at the way that the movie lines have gone with Marvel, looking at Marvel Universe, the three-and-three-quarter-inch, more collector-oriented line with the higher articulation, great to hear. Love the figures that were announced for the rest of the year. Are there any plans to change the focus of that line, reducing the sculpts, paint apps, or articulation in it any? Uh, currently, no. Currently, so it is. It's yeah, on the table. Well, you know, when you when you look at at how um, uh, things are constantly changing uh, to maintain certain price points, uh, there are certain things that that we need to uh, need to look at. Um, so. As I say, currently no, but uh, you know, as prices change, as as everything changes, uh, yeah, we may need to eventually look at that again. And again, also with the Marvel Legends, a great lineup of figures announced. We're glad to see both of those collector-oriented lines getting support from Hasbro in 2013. The figures that were announced during the presentations today, those are all for the first half of this year. Uh, I believe so, yes. If, I, if, if, my, if my memory serves me right, yes. Now, at San Diego Comic-Con in 2011, Fing Fang Foom was announced in the Marvel Universe line as the large figure along the lines of the Sentinel and the Galactus. Is, are there any plans on that getting released? The Fing Fang Foom as a... Yeah, it was announced at San Diego Comic-Con in 2011 as a 2012. I forget the name of the scale of the figure, but it had the Galactus, had the Sentinel... And then, uh, not I'm not I'm not familiar with that one. Okay. I wasn't on the line at that point. Okay, I apologize. No, not a problem. Just trying to yeah. follow up on product that's sculpted somewhere and lost. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate you. your answers. Thanks, Mick, for your time. And that is our first part of Toy Fair coverage. We will be back in a few days. We were able to record the Hasbro brand team presentation. We're going to get that all enhanced up for you and have that out in a few days. And then after that, Marjorie and I will be coming to you from the Javits Center, where we will have talked to a number of Marvel licensees, including Kotobukiya, Diamond Select, and some new licensees like Uncle Milton about their Marvel product. Hmm... Like, use the Force? I don't know yet, but it's a new license for them, so we'll see. Interesting. I can see a, like a Cerebro. I can see a Cerebro thing. Yeah, but Tony Stark's right for fungicational toys. Oh, you're right. So all that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving a positive review for the show on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade with the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds, as well as product reviews, on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4 or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Marvelicious website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Website photo editing by Jen and Jeff. 
podcast enhancement by Andrew, Shane, Daryl, and Barrett. Announcements by Brock. The Marvelicious theme song, Bam Pow Kablam, is composed by Joe Harrison. See more of Joe's work at www.starwarsfanworks.com slash lionsmouth. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered weekly at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2013, all rights reserved. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Where we get three different Iron Mans, uh, black and yellow, the Mark 42, and then... One with a giant hand? No, it, the hand's on the packaging behind it. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and then, you're the one who took the photo like that, too. <laughs> uh, uh, look, I don't look at my art. Did they mention a, a suggested retail price on these? They did not. Let me No, actually, they might have. Let me check there. They didn't say it, but let me see what they uh, sent me. They feel like a $2 or $3 <laughs> blind package type of item. <laughs> yeah, I got a price. <laughs> Marjorie's getting her drink. You can keep that hair with her. Put it between your legs. Ooh. Hey, now. That's what he said. <laughs> Just not squinky magical. That's because they're not short and squat. It's not like someone took a character and went boop and shrunk it down to that size. I wish this was a video podcast so they could see Marjorie bopping the imaginary character on the head like little bunny foo-foo. <laughs> if you see me in a convention, ask me and I'll do it for you. I'll also do my Ghost Rider impression. <laughs> under 10 bucks I'll buy it to have an afternoon of play with my wife we can have a fuzzy pumper session with Spider-Man's webs I'm not putting play on anyways but <laughs> you're gonna have a fuzzy pumper session alright <laughs> <laughs> that one was amazing I didn't mean it <laughs> poor Arnie <laughs> Oh, that might be the dirtiest we've ever gotten. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I read porn on the last show. I know, but it's just so visual and so, like, you can read whatever you want into that. Fuzzy <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's never going to get old. Whew. Is someone playing a tuba on the next room? <laughs> Could you hear that, Justin? It really no. sounded like somebody was tuning a tuba. <laughs> Did somebody just fart? No. Like, in the next room. We're, like, looking around. Where's the tugboat? <laughs> Is that a car going by? It sounds like it's in the hotel. The call's coming from in the hotel. <laughs> Scourge. Jeff posted on Facebook, I'm ashamed to know I don't know who this is. I will dub him Arnie the Asgardian. <laughs> Arnie the Asgardian. Why no, you have to guard cut your my hair ass. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Scourge, thank you. 
He he looks like he's about ready to take the lead in cats or something like that. <laughs> memories. Logan has no memories. I could just be his father. Only Chris Claremont knows. <laughs> oh man. Brava. Brava. <laughs> All improv, folks. <laughs> Arnie will be heading down to the front door of his hotel this evening to sign autographs for anybody who's interested. So <laughs> I'll be exiting out the stage door. You may touch me. I will not sign your weird stuff. <laughs> I will, though. Bring your fuzzy pumpers, people. Arnie's going to be signing them. 